Have you been searching for something for a special occasion and then you find someone that you really, really want to work with on Facebook or Instagram and then you click through, through, their, through to their website and you're like, this website is not working or it's just a domain name or you're like, okay, they have no website. Like they literally, you have to DM them for an order. Yeah, I've been there too. No one likes that. <laughs> or at least I don't. I know it makes me cringe each time. So today, welcome back to the Content Cure. I'm Erica. Today, we're going to talk about how to make it easy for customers to shop with us. Yes, I'm getting straight to it. And this is relevant to content because the only reasons we make content really is to build connections and eventually sales. But it's easy or not It's easy. It's essential that our content that gives them the info about what we do is easy to find. And believe it or not, your catalog, your services page, your work with me, your about page, your policies, your disclaimers, your return policy, your privacy policy, that's all content that is really, really important for your customer to understand. Now, if you put it on your invoices and receipts, you get brownie points. I mean, you're really doing the thing. But if you have no way for them to see any of that, you're making it really, really hard for them to shop with you. And let me explain why. So going back to the example from earlier, a few weeks back, I was looking for a cookie person to do some cookies for a baby shower for my sister-in-law. And I found some great shops. Some had websites, some didn't. Now, we were coming so close to time that, you know, I only had a few options. Um, Some people I worked with before or I'd used before, couldn't necessarily work with them. So I looked for new cookie vendors. One cookie vendor, the website hadn't been updated in so long. And quite a few other ones, like like she did great work, but she wasn't showcasing any of it. So I wasn't really sure, like, was it going to match? Luckily, I admit her Instagram page had so much of her work on it. So it was a no-brainer. I was like, okay, sure, I'm going with her. But from the logistics side, everything should be automatic. Your price list should be on your site. The menu should be on your site. Well, price sheet is menu. <laughs> your menu should be on your site. Your invoicing system should be on your site. It's not time for lunch yet. Sorry, my child walked in while I was recording. Everything should be in one central place. It shouldn't be that I'm on Instagram and see your whole gallery and then I go to your website and the gallery is like half done and you have to send me a manual invoice to order with you. I understand the nature of it. It's more custom, so I understand. But just making it easier for the client. The ideal situation is I can find different packages on your site And then I can purchase that way. And you can apply that to any industry, not just cookies. We can apply that to clothes, digital products, which is super hot right now. Gifts, journals, planners, you name it, candles, furniture, whatever you sell online, purses. That's what people want, a seamless shopping experience where they find it. They get to know you a little bit as the founder. They People love founder stories. They love 
you know, stories of, you know, what, how'd you get into it? What was your inspiration? People love that. They eat it all up every day. But the main thing is, can they easily get to your site? And when they're on your site, is it easy to navigate? If I get to your site and it's hard to read, I'm going off that site. You know, luckily, if you've got a great Instagram, Facebook presence, that might save you. And that'll be another episode when I talk about making it easy for them to connect with you. But with going back to the main topic today, making it easy for them to shop with you, having a seamless process where they can go from looking to asking you a question to buying, that's ideal. That's ideal. The other process of, oh, they're going to find me on Instagram. We're going to DM back and forth. I'm going to send them a price sheet. The customer's going to look at the price sheet. Then I'm going to manually send them an invoice. And then I'm going to wait for the PayPal payment. That's not good. <laughs> Especially if it's at certain price points. Like if we're talking about a $20 shirt, that's too much work for the $20 shirt. Like I could easily go to another boutique and get the $20 shirt. I'm just keeping it real. Anytime you're realizing that in your sales process, the customer has to do a lot of work, that's not a pleasant shopping experience for them. So that's my main point to get across. When you are putting your products and services out there with the world, think about, okay, what is the process like for people to shop with me? And is it easy? Is it easy for them to shop with me? If it's hard, you got to change it. And I've done this in my own business with ePartners Marketing. It was like a jigsaw puzzle. (laughs) It was like a Rubik's Cube, Rubik's Cube, really, for people to figure out how to shop with me. I had my Etsy shop. I had my main store. Customers were confused about, okay, well, what's on Etsy versus what's on the main store? Our main business, they were confused. They knew I did logos. They knew I did websites, but none of those were on Etsy. So now, um, all my Etsy copy, I make it crystal clear that I have a whole nother business. I can help you with bigger projects. I have a whole nother business. You can shop with me for social media management and public relations. I've made it crystal clear that they can't get those things through Etsy. Etsy is just a la carte graphic design only. And then some pre-made templates only. That's it. So they can only get two things there. Templates or bespoke custom designs. That's it. On my ePartners marketing side, they understand that this is higher level, hands-on, team effort agency work. And I had to make it crystal clear. When your customers are coming to your site, I have a client, she says it so well. Her name's Gabby Garrett. She says it so well when she teaches people about the one word they want to be known by and also, you know, what are you selling? Her example that she loves to use is, are you selling cats and lingerie or are you selling witchcraft products? Her example. But I want you to think about that. A lot of times people are super multi-passionate But if people cannot understand what it is within the first 15 seconds, really 10 seconds of landing on your website or your social media accounts of what the heck it is that you do, you've made it hard for them. 
They probably found you through a friend or on their news feed or on their explore page and they're interested. They clicked over to learn more about you, but then when they get there, they're confused AF about what it is that you do. And I'm not telling people not to be multi-passionate, but you just have to make it crystal clear for them especially on your website, I know quite a few people that, you know, they're in real estate, but they also sell hair. And it's like, okay, well, baby, when we get to your website, are you selling me hair? Or are you selling me a house today? <laughs> so yeah, you got to be crystal clear. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with having multiple homes for the same entrepreneur. You can have a personal brand and then your business brand. And you have multiple business brands. People do it every day. I do it myself. I have Erica Ravon. That's me and my daughter. Instagram. We also have a blog called mommyandbella.com. Started back in 2013. Well, 2012, then 2013. Got serious about it when I was becoming a mom. Hence the name Mommy and Bella. Anyways, so there's that account for that. Then there's the contentcure.co, which I'm in the process of building that site. Almost done. Almost, almost done. Built it in a weekend. It has its own Instagram account. Yesterday, I made that a priority that I don't want people getting confused. I want them to understand ePartners Marketing offers one thing and that the contentcure.co is a completely different thing. They might cross-promote, they might intertwine, but they're two completely different things. And so that brings me to the next point. If you're multi-passionate, you've got to make it clear that all your passions are separate. That way, if someone is contacting you for one service or one product, they're not going to the other ones and getting frustrated and be like, well, what the heck? You got to make it crystal clear. You got to make it obvious. Everything from the product photos, all the text, everything has got to be super obvious what it is that your content is about. And that's something, like I said, I'm working on right now for the contentcure.co. I'm taking my time with all the stock photos I'm finding, all the pictures I'm finding, all the text I'm writing, all the copy. I'm putting a lot of thought into it because I want people to understand quickly what's going on. (laughs) And I do the same thing for my clients when I build their websites. We're trying to make it super obvious. A lot of us are so in our mind, we assume other people know what we do. And just because the name... Like I was talking with a gentleman yesterday. His name's Devin. He hosts a podcast episode. And he got me to be super specific about what it is that I do. I was just saying marketing. And he's like, well, what's mar- what type of marketing? Marketing can be so many different things. I had to get crystal clear and say social media management and digital marketing. I'm not doing any newspaper. I'm not doing any radio. So I would say that too. To make it super easy for customers to shop with you, be specific in everything you do. Generalizations will create confusion. So yeah, that's the end of this episode. Next episode, probably be talking about how to make it easy for them to connect with you. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to tune in next time. Bye-bye.